The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3. Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? <clears throat> All right. I'm on my own this week because my wife's out of town. Ah. So it's just me and the cat. Your, your wife went to Mustafar. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise known as Las Vegas, where today's high was 193. Wow. Wow. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I've been up since 4.30 this morning. I had to be at work at 6 this morning. I didn't know how we feel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I have to do those shifts every now and then. We have to do them every day. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we, we had to do those shifts every day, but we don't usually have to work the weekends. That's true. I don't work the weekends. I just work Saturday. I work Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Saturday counts as a weekend. All right. For normal people. But I guess I get Sunday off. So uh, check out the homepage, bookieradio.net. Uh, right hand sides are affiliates such as Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase at Biddy Boomers. Bluetooth speakers. Um, use code Smuggler for 25% off at Red Flag Workshop. Or your patch and sci-fi keyring needs or wants. Uh, Wookie at Rebel Sabers for 10% off your lightsaber needs. You want to hit us up on email? WookieRadio at gmail.com. Or social media. All things social media at WookieRadio. All, all one word. And I just remember, we have a Google, Google Voice. Or not Google Voice. We have a phone number now. Oh, yes. that's fancy. No one's going to answer the phone, but it, it is there. It is there. 
uh, our phone number is. That's a pretty short number. Yeah, it is a short I number because I can't find it. Uh, this is what happens when he thinks on the fly. Yes, and in lack of sleep. Right, here we go. Where is my settings? There we are. Phone number is 407-494-6110. i write that down. That would be 407-494-6110. Feel free to give us a shout. doesn't matter which show you're calling for. It's the same number. It's the podcast collective phone number. Now, you do have voicemail set up on that, right? I do. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, people are just calling and getting nothing. <laughs> Bing, beep. They, get, they get the old school fax number. Yeah. It, it, it goes over to voicemail and all of a sudden it starts. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. So. Um, wow, and the crowd went mild. <laughs> crowd. Nothing. San Diego Comic Con. Just finished. We are. We are uh, into the start of the new geek year. So happy, geek, this, happy geek year, everyone! Yeah, this was a weird Comic Con because I mean I didn't actually seek out since we're not doing Geek Watch One. I wasn't actually seeking out everything that was going on, but there wasn't anything that seemed like it um, made big splashes in anywhere. Like I watched a um, set of all the of a bunch of the trailers that came out from Comic Con um, earlier tonight, and there was like two or three actual one or two big movies and the rest was like a couple of video games, a couple of TV series. Yeah. You can Everybody skipped the, con- the, the convention yeah. this year. Well, since all of media is on strike right now, <laughs> but, you, but you know, I, I enjoyed the fact that it was more based around comics and collectible news more than, than anything else. Yeah. So, Hey, uh, I did get to watch. It was an hour long vlog this week, but I watched Dan Housen's blog, and he was at Comic Con. Was he? Yes. I love Dan. That, that's one thing I like. Uh, this was the one little bit of wrestling side that we get every once in a while. But Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy are the um, are what's fantastic about AEW. Yeah. Oh. Because characters like that, you would never work at WWE. Orange Cassidy just got a promotion too. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh. Booker to help doing producing producer and Booker, right? Yeah. Co- no, just coaching producing gotcha. in wrestling. A producer is a coach. Basically they um, help help guys lay out matches and stuff. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to start us off with uh 10 reveals from the Lucasfilm publishing panel. Ooh. Ooh. Let me it's find right. that one. It's there. I know I have them all open. I just got to figure out which tab it is. Ah. Okay. Uh, Number one, as phase three begins, Charles Soule will examine the first year after the fall of Starlight Beacon. See, I need to go back and um, get the trades or something for the, um, I saw, I read all the phase one comics. I didn't read any of the phase two comics yet. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I've read is the book, actual book books. I, I'm behind. Uh, in the panel, <laughs> in the panel, Soul gives fans a first look at the cover of Marvel's the High Republic Shadows of Starlight, number two, featuring Elzon Man standing on a cliff overlooking the wreckage. This is back when I think Jedi had more of a uniform to them than just the, the tunics, the obese, and a cloak. Well, 
if you watch all of the artwork and stuff from High Republic stuff, all of them are like this anyway. It's just they were it was more um, almost like uh, they were more more hoity toity or um, high society in the High Republic. Almost, almost like the Jedi were a religion. Huh. Um. Then uh, we get a few more. Wait, this is Kevin Scott. Okay. Yeah. Uh, At the bottom of the pictures, it says the caption. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, uh, number two, Keith Trennis is ready for battle as Kevin Scott returns to for Star Wars The High Republic. In this series launch, relaunch of or Phase 3 this November, Keeve has matured and stands flanked by Lorna D and Tarek. Or is it Sarek? It's Tarek. Or is oh, it, Sa- or is it yeah. Sarek? Yeah. If you, well, anybody who's been keeping up with this um, knows the names Lorna D and um, Tarek and Sarek. Yep. So as, as seen on the newly revealed cover for the High Republic number one. Uh, is it- and Lorna D is working with her. Yeah. Uh, Scott also gave fans at the panel a first look at the dastardly new threat and prowling nameless creature on the cover of High Republic number two. Hmm. Interesting. Um, number three. Zine and Gort are all grown up with the relaunch of Daniel Jose Older's Star Wars The High Republic Adventures. Uh, the Dark Horse series will return for Phase 3 with the continuing adventures of Zine and Gort as seen on the cover reveal of High Republic Adventures number 1. With a mysterious looming figure, the duo also graces the cover of the High Republic Adventures number 2. I am I am digging the look of whatever the adversary is on cover 1. Yeah. And we, and we know Zine's a, a Jedi, but I, I love the, the stun batons that Gort has. Uh, yeah, the ones that um, Magna Guards use and stuff. Yeah, Ram Ram Jamaram is back on the co- in the cover reveal of High Republic: Escape from Valo. Uh, the f- this is the first middle grade book of Phase Three, written by Daniel Jose Older and Alyssa Wong. Will introduce some new young Jedi into the mix this January. Cool. Uh, number five, we get our first look at. Ernesto Roth, Jordina Sparkburn, Avon Staros, hmm, on the cover of the High Republic Defy the Storm. Uh, in this ominous art for young for the young adult story written by Tessa Gratton and Justina Ireland, the trio are surrounded by a sea of Nihil fighters. Staros, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, well, um, the first one that you had a try, hard time—that's Vernestro Row. She's the what characters that was introduced in the original book. All right. Well, Staros. That's uh, wonder any relation to uh, what's her name for Solo's quote unquote wife, Sana. I don't know. Hang on. Uh, number six. Staros. We we cracked open the forthcoming Star Wars: The High Republic character encyclopedia. This is a book I would love to get. Of course, they're showing pages of uh, Lena So, uh, Adrian Gurr, um, Stellan, Stellan Gios. And uh, this book comes out in December and will provide intel on over 200 characters from all three phases of storytelling. Uh, number seven, we'll get our first look in into Marvel's Star Wars Dark Droids. Uh, this is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm really digging this. 
Um, Evil droids. Beyond the High Republic Initiative, the panel revealed the first pages from inside Star Wars Dark Droids, number one, written by Charles Soule, featuring an KX security droid. I'm loving the fact, too, that in this, I'm seeing uh, there's an R5 unit in here as well. I am really digging the layouts of these pages. Yeah, yeah, these are all amazing. Uh, Uh, The bottom two panel or um, pages they have here one, one of them are you saying that's the r5 unit there it looks like a ch unit almost like chopper uh you've gone too uh, far well no that's what i'm saying i was looking at that bottom one it's like that looks like a what would is is chopper's uh, ch series c you know, series ch 10p i know that uh c1 c1 10 is it okay but still that looks like that type of droid because he's got the um arms in the helmet or in the top no that looks that's that's a rail. Those are rails on. Uh, it's one of the style of R five heads. Okay. Well, actually, there is chopper in this too, though. Yes. Yep. In the next page up. Um, number eight. We turn the page to peek inside Dark Droids D Squad. <laughs> okay. Um, fans also got a first look at the spreads from Star Wars Dark Droids D Squad number one by Mark Guggenheim, showcasing R two D two sailing through the stars and reuniting with Chopper. And a pit droid. Uh, number nine. Number nine. The terrifying Tales from the Death Star is creeping toward a fall release. Writer Kevin Scott revealed multiple spreads of his latest horror offering for the Comic Con audience, uh, including a preview of the thrills to come this September. I find this very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, and then number ten. Ooh, I have to get this too. I want, I want this book. Uh, we glimpsed. The House Organa and other pages from the new Star Wars Dawn of the Rebellion visual guide by Lucasfilms, Pablo Hidalgo, and Emily Shukani, plus the final cover. Hey, look under House Organa, and we know what the one person there. It's Molly. Molly's picture's right there in the center of the page. That's yes, awesome. That's great. Uh, of course, Comic-Con, Lucasfilm at Comic-Con wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for the sneak peek of props and costumes from Ahsoka. Uh, among the items that were on display were the Loth Cat puppet, an Ahsoka maquette, Sabine's grand mural of the Ghost Crew, which was originally seen in Rebels and recreated for the show. Um, the Loth Cat puppet was amazing. That thing looks awesome. Uh, Morocco's okay. lightsaber hilt. I have a couple pictures of it. That's really cool. Yeah. Morocco's lightsaber hilt. That's not that. So Morocco's the. Uh, Inquisitor, That's the Inquisitor, I guess. Uh, Ahsoka's starship, the T6 Jedi shuttle, which the, the model looks great. Mm-hmm. Shin Hati's lightsaber hilt has a very much a uh, a nod to Kanan Jarrus on it. I say I, I saw J- Kanan's in this almost. Yeah, it's very similar. I like the emitter though. Mm-hmm. It's very plain. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's got the around the top like Kanan's did, but other than that, it's very just. But you know, plane's okay. Yeah. Uh, Balin Skull's lightsaber. I'm I'm not too keen on the top part, but I love the grip in the bottom. Yeah. And the pommel. It's still a, like the other one. Um, very, very basic. It's lightsaber. It's, yeah, it's pretty basic. It, um, I don't know. It almost just doesn't have a whole lot of character except for that top at the top of the emitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have Sabine Wren's lightsaber hilt 
It just looks. This feels like it would be Sabine's. Yeah. It feels like she kit bashed it to put it together. And Wherever text you can find. And that's so it looks inspired by Ezra's, but it's not Ezra's. I would kind of um I would kind of expect a little more color in her lightsaber, but Yeah. She just hasn't had time to paint it yet. Apparently. Uh, we don't know she may actually build her lightsaber during the show here. Mm. Well speaking of color or lack thereof, Sabine's helmet. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> Definitely more colorful in the uh the animated series. Now we're it's like toned down. Just gray in the for the most part, gray or silver. Yeah. I mean it looks cool and you could definitely tell it's Sabine's. Yeah. But this is like the fourth design that we know of that she's gone through. Mm-hmm. She went through three in the series. Season one and two were the same. Three was different. Four was different. Ahsoka's lightsaber hilts. I like these. Yeah. They look like um, katana hilts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, we see Chopper. Well, hang on, back to the Soka's lightsabers, if you look, once again, kind of like how Sabine's actually feels like these actually have character to them. Yes. Yeah. You can tell they were uniquely built by Ahsoka. Yeah. I really like those. Uh, I don't know if they still have them at the parks, but they used to. But it's okay. Well, we'll discuss Hasbro and uh, Ahsoka here in a minute. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chopper was on display. Chopper, I love the front wheel for Chopper. It just looks like it's a, just a random caster that was sitting around that they just yeah. underneath him. I know. I was just noticing that. Uh, the costume for Ahsoka, which looks amazing. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the mural. The mural is right out of the um, last episode of Rebels. Yeah. It, it's been it's been modified slightly. It is very cool. But it, it has a very, is definitely a real world rendition of the, of the mural from the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into Hasbro, shall we? Eh, Hasbro didn't announce anything important. Well, here are the different reveals from yeah, Hasbro. What the they did for G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you saw what they, they did. They did tell everybody what the um, next HasLab is. You saw that, didn't you, Derek? Of course. The Ewok Vill- okay. or Kashyyyk Village? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a... It's gonna be a, a Ewok Village. Oh, it's Kashyyyk Village and it has a, it has a roller tank. <laughs> Actually, the HasLab, which has met the funded goal. I'm looking goal. it up right now as of the filming. I got As yeah, we're recording. Uh, yeah, as we're recording this. Yeah, we're, it's at 107.68% backed. How much, how much time left? 42 more days on it. Yeah, pretty much. It's $500. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point in time, we're hitting stretch goals, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. The ghost has been announced. You know what that means, Ken? We're going to be kicking ourselves because we can't get it? No, well, yeah, that too. But you know what else that means? Huh? About the announcement of what the HasLab is. Don't make me say it. Which one? The fans were right. No. More importantly, somebody on this show was right. Oh, wait, did I call that one? No, Mike did. We were saying oh, was, okay. we were joking around about it being a phantom. Ah, well, we are getting the phantom, too, good. as well. Yeah. So I guess technically we're all right. But <laughs> yeah, well, the one thing um, 
though I did look through all the pictures and stuff. I've looked through the campaign and stuff. Um, until they do a bunch more reveals on um, stretch goals and stuff, this still doesn't have the feel of what um, it doesn't quite live up to the Razor Crest or the Sail Barge to, and from what I'm looking at. No, I mean it looks uh, awesome. It's going to be have a lot of cool stuff, but it's not quite the same feel as the what they did for those. The the details and I mean this is definitely detailed. Yeah, and what they do with the cockpit with the individual mm-hmm. seats is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, stretch goals. It's huge. Yeah, it's very 20, huge. Twenty-eight inches by thirty-four inches, eleven inches tall. It can hold up to fifteen figures. Yeah, and the fact that it's got the lounge, the the bunks, the the upper turret, the that front turret. Cool. It actually figures fit in the bunks. Yeah, and I like that it comes with the Phantom, and that's not a stretch goal. Yeah, my only complaint about the Phantom too. It only holds one figure. It's small. Yeah. Well, it's got to be scaled to fit into the um, ghost. It it looks like they just took the old Phantom 2 toy and just put it in. Hopefully it gets retooled. Because it, it's shorter than the actual platform where the Phantom yeah. goes. Well, hopefully, though, this will um, show them that how fast this guy backed what they need to be making with this HasLab. For Star Wars, it's all vintage collection. Yeah. Well, vintage collection, but also the premium vehicle line. Yeah. Because anything that they've tried to do with Star Wars that was not a vehicle didn't do well. Well, wasn't, wasn't, uh, I was going to say, wasn't the throne room, throne room originally a, no, it was not a Haslab. No. No. But it it has done well, though. Well, it's done okay. I don't know how well it's actually done, but because that thing is so overpriced. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hasbro overpricing something? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is funny. Derek, you'll under, you'll love this one. Um, if you look at the actual breakdown picture of the ghost here, the um, gun turret that sits on top of it, it reminds me very much of the way they did the his tank back in the 80s. Yeah. Yes. Where it actually slides out, you can set it aside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the gun turret is used to as the lock to hold the uh, top on. I think it is by the way that looks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what it is, is it in the way if you try to take the rest of the pieces off. Yeah. So at the moment, everyone who has funded will be getting the ghost and Hera and all the figures that will, that get unlocked with this will be using the, uh, the mural artwork for the figure. Yeah. And there's been some complaints about that, but everyone's like, eh, who cares? It's a minor thing. Uh, but the figures that will be coming with this, uh, Ezra, Kanan with uh, swappable faces. Okay. Am I saying that right? I'm not looking at that part right now. Hang on. Let me look it up here. I gotta scroll down to the right spot. There we go. Yeah. The um. Okay. Number one is Ezra. He comes with um, biker scout helmet, a loft cat, his um, lightsaber, and blaster. Yep. Yep. It's a it's a stock blaster because that's a DL forty four or whatever. The, you know what I mean? The Han Solo blaster. DL eleven. DL eleven. Okay. Yeah. Kanan comes with a, either separate head or a separate face face mask. It says. Yeah. 
Basically, you have him with the blind, or no, he's got the face mask, interchangeable portrait head accessory. So, so you you can put the blind the whole head, yeah, blind head or the non head or the yeah. regular head. Uh, Zeb, Zeb looks pretty good. Yeah, it comes I with like how his um his uh bow rifle actually has the um the electro ends that you can add to it. Well, also comes in uh blaster form or staff. There's both. Uh, the two figures not shown in this is Sabine Chopper. And according to, well, according to this, they're not available. On, I mean, they're not showing that those are available. No. So. Uh, stretch goals. Depends on how much they hit with the stretch goals. Right now, Zeb being the last one is at 17,000. So, uh, 17,000 backers. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, but to continue on from the Ahsoka series, we are getting a Sabine, um, which comes with a Loaf Cat as well. And this is a deluxe box, deluxe package figure. Uh, Ahsoka from the Clone Wars pre Vizsla. Cool. This is one with Dark Saber. This, mm. is, this is a figure I want. Darth Revan. Yeah. I need to go back and replay those games. I I would love to. I I am I am now seriously considering going back and getting the different Sith Lords since more and more of them are coming out now. Um, That's all you need something else to try to make a no, set of. I know. Um, Thrawn from Rebels. That's cool. This one looks really good. It's a really good mold. Yeah. Really like it. Um, one that we never thought of when we did our wish list of four packs or. Troop builders, Imperial officers. Yeah. Yeah. And these don't look too bad. No. Not the one in white. Is that you, Lauren? Yes. Uh, you also have uh, another Mahdi in here as well. It's the second one in from the left. Yeah. They do come with good. the hats, but seeing the hat accessories on them, the hats look horrible <laughs> for add on. Mm. I kind of almost like them without the hats. Yeah. Uh, this will be a park exclusive and shop Disney exclusive Chewbacca Life Day. <laughs> and yes, I will be purchasing one for myself. Uh, Otherwise known as Chewbacca in a Snuggie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, from the Black Series, the Ahsoka Tano Force Effects Electronic Lightsaber. I don't know why they wouldn't just upgrade the up prices a little bit and sell both. Uh, all the boxes are showing both, but the pictures are only showing one. Yeah, I only well, the only picture I have here is the one that um, stores right. comp. So there's just one picture here. But I, I've seen various pictures where of, of the actual packaging, and it shows two. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, let's see. Uh, also on Black Series, figure-wise, Ahsoka Tano, General Hera Sadula, Sabine Red. Yeah, here's all your Ahsoka series. Uh, from the Mandalorian R two D two, which I really dig this this one as well. Yeah, is that a drill or has he got a blaster? Uh, I don't know. Looks almost like an impact drill. Yeah, but it almost looks like a blaster too. So it could be either or. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the holiday edition Weird. of figures, yeah. the Ewok, mm-hmm. which Ford. looks cool. <laughs> Same concept as they did with with the Wookie: white fur, blue hands, blue mm-hmm. skin. Um, 
the Mandal- of, uh, Yeti-ish. Yeah, the Mandalorian Scout. Yeah, but when... It's a Hanukkah figure. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even notice that until now that he has the uh, the the sweater he's wearing. Yeah, but that's kind of yeah. cool. Other than that, he kind of like we said before, he kind of looks n- almost like just a normal yeah. man yeah. you might see. Well, all <laughs> so, these come with a little little friend of some sort, and it, it, it's cool that you get um. Where in that's it, Anselin. He's got a little Anselin with him. Yeah. The, to me, this, this screams Hanukkah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Purge Trooper. Mm-hmm. I love the pose on this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is your Nutcracker. Every year, they, if I remember, they have a Nutcracker figure. That's basically what this one is. He's dressed as a Nutcracker soldier. Yep. With his little mouse droid. Yep. The next one is the one everybody's going to want. Uh, it, I'm looking at getting two of these. It's Jawa and a Salacious Crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how it's it's not just... A Kowakian monkey lizard. No, this is salacious crumb. Exactly. I, I'm I'm getting two of these because you can't you can't have just one Jawa. Uh, up next, snow trooper. They're bringing back another snow trooper. Yeah. I love this one. It makes me chuckle. <laughs> With a um, Doctor Ball that they just forgot to paint. Yeah. Yeah. And this snowman helmet. Oh, it makes me laugh. I love it. I like this next one though. The KX security droid. Yeah. <laughs> With the BD one, I really love the paint on that BD one. Mm. Speaking of which, there's a whole lot of customization in um, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. I mean, there are parts on parts on parts for everything. Oh yeah. Uh, to continue on with the Black Series, uh, Pre Vizsla in the Clone Wars, complete with That's dark saber. Cool. I like that he can actually hold the helmet. Yeah. Uh, up next, Star Wars Retro Collection for Return of the Jedi Multi Pack. It comes with Yak Face. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, Mission Fleet. We have the Jedi um, Shuttle Showdown. The re- retro collection here is that was that the um, first six released for Return of the Jedi originally? No, Yak Face was one of the last ones released. Okay, and Wicket yeah. was later too. Uh, Logray and Logray and Chirpa were the first two Ewoks released. Uh, which is funny because Wicket's the only one who really anybody ever knew the new yeah. Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, Akbar was Mellowin. I don't think Mon Mothma was either. She was later down the road too. Yeah. If she was, oh, I'm I'm now trying to think. Was she even done? I don't remember. I don't either. Uh, give me a second. What is it? Uh, you have to check. What is Rebel Scum? The one that has the um, archives. I I I downloaded the archives and made a checklist. Uh, Turn the Jedi. A yak face came out with Power of the Force 1985. Hmm. Mothma was never made. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I remember way back there, back in the day there, they didn't make um, female figures much at all. I mean, Princess Leia was the only thing you were ever going to get. Yeah. Well, you got size noodles. <laughs> so, uh, remember, size noodles, um, not until you got... The re-releases and stuff. No, Snice Noodles nope. and the Rebo Band came out in '83. Got Drew yeah. McCool, Rack, Max Rebo, and Snice Noodles. Size Noodles. I had that. Are you? So, in order to get Mon Mothma figure, never really released. I'm going to have to buy the other five. No, the, well. you. She was put out in '98. Um, '98. That's yeah. after the retro. Retro. It, the the vintage stuff ended '85. Yeah. 
because the original stuff went uh, started with the early bird certificate package in 77, went 77 to 85. So the five PL or this particular styling of Mon Mothma was never released until now. So for me to get her, I'm either going to have to buy this box or pay an outrageous price for it for on eBay when someone sells her outside of the box. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless they release her later as um, as a single pack, if they do, it'll be an older version for uh, if they do anything with Ahsoka. Which pipeline wise, the only thing that's been announced retro in the pipeline is a multi pack of the Phantom Menace. Yeah, which yes, I will be getting because they didn't do the style figure in '99. They had already moved on to the power of the Force Two stuff. And the uh, buffy chest figures. So the fact that they're doing a retro look of the Phantom Menace characters, uh, Gwygon, Obi-Wan, uh, Battle Droid, Jar Jar, um, or two others. can't remember who they are. Uh, I, I'm excited to see those. Uh, in the mission fleet, the T-6 Jedi shuttle showdown. It's Ahsoka. I, I will be surprised if we do not see a, a T6 shuttle vehicle come out for the finish collection. Depends on um, how much of a character it is in the show. I mean, I know we've seen it in the trailers, but that doesn't mean, you know what I mean? It could just be that's for transport. It goes back and forth. Right. Right. Like the Razor Crest was an actual character in Mandalorian. Yeah. The ghost is a character and an integral part of the rebels. Right. And then Falcon, same thing. The Falcon is a character unto itself. Uh, Star Wars droidables. So I've cool. never heard of this. Me this, either. This is just coming out. EVA's okay. R2's cool. Chopper's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, are these um, just solid as is? Or are they um, like bobblehead type deals or what? No, they're solids. Hmm. So, uh, and then finally, wait. And then finally from San Diego Comic-Con, Ubisoft during their panel talked about how... Um, in Star Wars Outlaws, you've got two options. Fight for, or work for, or work against Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. With the time frame this is happening, it kind of makes sense. Since Jabba is one of the biggest um, crime lords in the universe, and you're supposed to be playing a criminal. Yep, and this takes place between Empire and Return. That's kind of a double-edged sword right there. Do you want to work for Jabba or against Jabba? Either way could... Uh... <laughs> could get you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Who do you want chasing you, basically? Yeah. Uh, and then John Boyega made the news during this last week. Hmm. Yeah, he's been making a lot of news recently. Uh, Boyega has said he could embrace his destiny as a Jedi, only for fans and even Boyega himself to be surprised that his role in the adventure took took him to the margins of race journeys. Uh, when, when asked, he goes, that was a few years ago. So they were on the subject of that particular project. Boy, clarified, uh, in regards to vocalizing his frustrations with the studio, but I'm open to all characters and all scripts that are enjoyable and have a great cast attached and a terrific director. So yeah, I'm open to all opportunities. So he's not mad at them anymore. Uh, He knows how much star Wars pays. If they want him in their movie, he's like, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, when Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was released, it was met with 
conflicting reactions from fans, critics, and even stars of the sequel. Uh, in the years following that film's release, most actors were more interested in focusing on projects outside, leading many to assume that it would be quite some time before any major f- figures made a return to the series, if ever. Uh, and of course, to the fans' surprise, at Celebration earlier this year, uh, it was announced that Daisy Ridley would return a film that would take place 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, since his time away from the franchise, Boyega has uh, has seen Boyega be able to appreciate the franchise in a different way. And he has admittedly admitted how he enjoys experiencing the saga as a fan again. Mm, that's good to hear. So, uh, then another story from comicbook.com has him ranking the sequels from best to worst. Yeah, I saw that and I completely disagree with his decisions. <laughs> um, he he appeared on Hot Ones, Truth or Dab, Rapid Fire, uh, where he ranked the sequel trilogy. Of course, this episode was filmed before the strike, so everything's okay with that. Um, according to Boyega, The Force Awakens is the best film in the sequel trilogy, while Rise of Skywalker comes in second and Last Jedi, well, last. Wrong. I agree with, the thr- with that nope. for me. Rise of Skywalker was awful. Taylor did better than um, Last Jedi. I will never forgive that movie. Okay. I would say don't run away from your feelings, but <laughs> if we see Boyega come back, how would you want to see him? I would like to see them actually explore the his his, uh, his force sensitivity that, you know, they never really, they started... See, another thing wrong with Rise of Skywalker, they started getting into, but they didn't, you know, or they started alluding to, but they didn't really get into. Yeah. Give him the chance to uh, to explore his his powers and, and whatnot. Well, uh, yeah, they tease it through the whole whole sequel or the whole tri- sequel trilogy. Right. But that's all they ever do is tease it. Like, I would like to see them, you know. Do something with it. Lego does more with it than <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that would have required them having an actual um, three movie story arc plot. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, apparently, production is still going on Andor season two without SAG really? after s- actors. Huh. Well, they're filming in um, England, so. Oh, yeah, that's true, man. Uh, and this, and as you brought up, uh, Andor is filming in the UK with many of its British cast members working under a different agreement and being represented by British acting union equity instead of SAG. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And equity is different than actors' equity here in the States. Actors' equity is... is uh, Theatrical productions. Yeah. Um, trade reports. Uh, who was this reporting this? Deadline. Uh, Deadline reports that despite speculation that Star Wars Andor has shut down production, cameras are still rolling. In addition, cast members covered by Equity have been reportedly told that if they walk out on production in solidarity with striking co-stars that they risk being sued for breach of contract. Mm-hmm. It's unclear if there's even a threat of that happening. Uh, Frontal camera casts aren't the only ones 
that are striking as Star Wars and or creator Tony Gilroy, a member of the Writers Guild, is also striking. Uh, filming on the series will, however, eventually pause according to Deadline. The funny thing is they're talking about how they um, told the actors that if you walk out, you'll be sued. Yeah, that's what you want. A bunch of angry actors working on the set and doing <laughs> their, their absolute best work. I know, yeah. right? It's one of those, the producer's like, no, be here. I just need bodies. That's all I care. Mm. Uh, other than that, I didn't think we we're going to go through stories that quick. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> we still got time to kill. It's not that huge this year in general. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Let's go to, I just remembered, we got the, mm-hmm. we got the topic buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've not, we've not done our reviews of any of that stuff either. I've been doing it on Keeps to the Fringe. It's uh-huh. a lot of fun. But we're, it's a lot of fun. We're going to have the creator of these these cards in this game on uh, August 9th. Oh, cool. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, Let me know when you're ready. Okay, yeah, that's after I get back from vacation. So you're on vacation next week? Next week. Okay, so we're going to take a week off while Ken goes exploring the forest of Indoor again. Oh, yes. So, a yearly trip. Um, you get to raid the closet of a Star Wars character. Whose wardrobe do you pick? Chewbacca. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, um, depends on what it is. Do you want to raid the closet for something for you to wear? Or just see what kind of interesting stuff you find? So if you want to see just interesting stuff and see what's really cool, I would say like Queen Amidala. I was going to say Lando, if you go that route. Lando, you just find a whole bunch of capes. (laughs) There's no way I'm going to look as cool as Lando, so. (laughs) Yeah, Han Solo is pretty pretty much the same thing all the time. Mm. Yeah, but remember... uh, Oh, what's his name? You'll have to be a little more specific. Woody Harrelson's character, Beckett. Yeah, Beckett. Remember, Beckett finds the skiff guard disguise in there. Yeah. When he raided the closet. So there's got to be more than just capes in there. Yeah. That's the thing with Star Wars. Most of the characters wear pretty much the same thing all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Even Luke, I mean, he gets modifications, but it's not drastic. The Jedi are all absolutely the same, no matter what. Leia has some cool, some change-ups, changes of stuff. But then again, she's also got all the diplomatic duties and stuff. Right. I would say Hondo. Hondo might have some cool stuff. Hondo may have some cool things in her. It would have to probably either be Lando or Hondo. Do that? Yeah. Well, I guess I go to another card. That conversation started and ended way too quick. <laughs> Ah, you can live in the Star Wars galaxy, but there's a catch. You can't be human. Which alien species do you pick? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, given the circumstances, it would be too obvious to say Wookiee. Yeah. True. See, if I, if I had not read the Thrawn novels and stuff, I would thought Chiss was kind of cool. But when you hear about the actual Chiss people and everything about that, you're like, no, 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 I don't want to be involved in all that crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, but if you wanted that 
something similar. You got Pantorans. Yeah. Thing for me, uh, Kel, I would love to be a Keldor. Which one's that? Plocoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you got to have your breather with you all the time, and yeah. Alien in disguise. Gungans would be fun because you think all the how it just looks like they're having a good time all the time. Even when they were fighting in the battle, they it was awesome because there were just giant bubbles they were throwing at people. Yeah, it's just a party race. What about you, Dark? I'm not sure. Hmm. That's an interesting question. It is. Um, That's why it's been written as a card, as a, on the cards. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. I think I think I'd go with Trandoshan. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's interesting. I'd be a big old lizard person. Someone. As a Trandoshan, are you? Would you be the prototypical um, bounty hunter, anti wookie or hunter in general? I suppose it would be in my nature to um, anti wookie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might want to go a different route. Maybe I'd be a, a chef or something. Oh, what what race is Dexter Jester? Oh. He was cool. Yeah, yeah. With the forearms and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, I don't remember what he is. There was a Jedi that was the same race. Uh, Hang on, let me search him. Bezalus. Are you already on that? Bezalus. Huh? Yeah, Basilisk. Basilisk, yeah. Because there was also a Jedi. Uh, Hong Krell. Yes. Who... Fell to the dark side, but did not go complete Sith. Well, we've uh, we've been over that a lot, and most everybody understands now that, that there's a huge difference between dark side and going to the dark side and actual um, following the Sith. Yeah, right. All of the Inquisitors are dark side or dark Jedi and or just dark siders. Um, none of them were Sith. Right, as far as we know. Yeah, just because you go to the dark side doesn't automatically make you a Sith. I mean, maybe they just want cookies. Maybe. The dark side has gained a um, whole lot of uh, good publicists or something. Because now, for some reason, everybody thinks the dark siders all have cookies. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I do I do find it interesting, though. Sid, um, Dooku was considered a Sith Lord because he, he was given a, a Sith Lord name with Darth Tyrannus. Well, he was a, a Sith Lord because, um, what you call it? He actually didn't join. Remember, he didn't join the Emperor or um, Darth Sidious until after Darth Maul was gone, as far as we know. As far, well, that's what we're shown during. That's what we're shown during Jedi Tales. Yeah, so that still followed the rule of two. Yeah, and Darth Vader didn't become Darth Vader till after Darth Tyrannus was dead. By his hands. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also a Sith thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but there's there's one thing about uh about Dooku, it was hands hands and shoulders above the rest. No, no, 
You don't even, even get a groan for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Mike, why don't you let everybody know what it is that um, where you're getting these conversation things from? We got them from got them Inside Editions. It's the chat pack, Star Wars 125 conversation cards for dinner parties, movie marathons, and more, such as podcasts. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a lot of fun because it's not like your typical trivia stuff. It's actual, you know, questions you you think you got to think about a little, and I like it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a couple. Of, there's a couple of different actual, um, like uh, categories. categories. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Discussions in the galaxy. Discussions in the force. Technology, characters, creatures, characters, and or yeah, characters and creatures. Ooh, what's one of these force ones? What you ask? Here you go. This is one of the ones from the force. A crime syndicate t- has taken control of a farming town. You're a Jedi Knight, and you can bring six Jedi with you to save the town. Which Jedi, regardless of the time period they belong to, do you choose? Ooh. You got to pull up six Jedis. <laughs> you know, regardless of time period, I would say regardless of canon or not. I because would... there was a lot of really cool Jedi introduced in the um, expanded universe back in the day before they uh, turned that into Legends. True. I would do. So let me think. Who wants to go first on this one? <laughs> I mean, but... there's some obvious choices. I mean, you know, uh, Obviously, I would want to take Luke, Ahsoka, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan. That's four right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I would actually pull in some of the, um, like a Jaina Solo. Yeah, you could. Horn was another really um, good and versatile Jedi. I think I would take Dooku before he be- went over to the dark side. Well, you yeah. go with that, definitely add Anakin Skywalker to it. Yeah, yeah I suppose you could, yeah. There we go. There's my six. <laughs> like I said, I would add um, Jaina and Corrin probably to the list. Um, trying to remember what, because it's been a long time since I read Legend stuff. I know. <laughs> oh, how could I not? Oh, I... That's the thing. They keep jumping in your head to different ones, like Mace Windu. But Mace yeah. Windu is almost too serious. I don't know if I'd want him um, working yeah. with me on that. I know. Yoda, one of the most powerful Jedi. Bring in like a Quinlan Voss because you want to um, answer from outside the box. I was thinking that, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of hard to narrow down to just mm-hmm. six. See, that's why I brought in some of the ones I did. Like, if you look at um, the two that I added from um, Expanded Universe, Jaina was in Record both were mechanics of pilots. Mm. It's like almost like you said it making a um, raiding party for Dungeons and Dragons or something where, yeah. okay, what skills do I need for this mission? Yeah, right. Because there's a lot of Jedi that would not be good for something like this. Mm. They may be fantastic Jedi, but they're not They're not made for this type of mission. <laughs> I I think off the top of my head, uh, Boyega from High Republic. The Wookiee. Oh, Buryaga? Buryaga. Uh, Plo Koon, Dooku. Um, yeah, because Dooku was known as a negotiator and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Qui-Gon would fit right in with that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the only mission we ever see him sent on 
is a diplomatic mission to uh, negotiate a treaty. Yeah. To, to kind of go with what Derek said earlier, I'm also from High Republic, Skier, the Transdotion Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one-armed Jedi? Yep. Um, that's four. I would say Asajj Ventress when she was Ooh. a Asajj. She, she was a Jedi before she became a dark side user. She technically was not a Sith, but well, she, she did. Padawan. She, she was a Padawan during the. Yeah, she never know. became um, a Jedi. Technicalities. <laughs> yeah. And then ju- just for the fun of it, the, the Grand Inquisitor back when he was a member of the Jedi Temple Guard. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know what, um, how he was as a Temple Guard. This is true. Which means you don't know how he was when, when he was a temple guard. Yeah. So how could he? Yeah, you know, he could be interesting on missions. So yeah, I'm looking at the card again. It's like, yeah, we got to think also strong in battle. So the temple guard may be a good one because you got to remember yeah. this was a crime syndicate took control of the farming town and you got to get it back. Yeah. So. Um, so this is the type of stuff that's in this um, chat pack. Oh yeah, and it's av- it's available on uh, Inside Edition's website, and I believe on Amazon as well. Do you know if they have other, like, other Chat franchises other than Star Wars? Probably. I imagine they would. I mean, I, this is the type of, game, type of um, thing you can probably find in your Barnes & Noble and places like that also. Right. In coming weeks, we did get a couple more books from them also that we got to talk, that we'll talk, have to talk about on yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I am looking. I'm trying to figure out how this is labeled. Really, this type of thing can be good for any kind of fan- fandom or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was done. The author of these cards is Kelly Knox. Hmm. Uh, she is a frequent contributor to websites for franchises like Star Wars, DC Comics, Marvel Comics, Fun Funmation. She also creates original DIY craft projects for all ages for StarWars.com, Star Wars Kids, Let's Make Star Wars. Uh, Kelly is also the author of Marvel Monsters, Creatures of the Marvel Universe Explored, and Star Wars Be More Obi-Wan. <laughs> and going to uh, underneath related items, there is no other cards. So this may be the first. <laughs> well, you certainly picked an excellent franchise to start with. Yeah, what they what you find that under what category? Uh st- pop culture, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There is more. Mm. You have Star Wars 125 conversation cards for dinners, parties, movies, marathons, and podcasts. You, yeah, that's this one. That's this one. You also have Harry Potter conversation cards. Uh-huh. And Ninja Maybe. Ninja Life Hacks. Let's talk conversation cards. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, that's fun because I got, um, what you call it? I, I'm actually, uh, Vicky's setting up at a Harry Potter weekend this weekend over in Kent, Ohio. Oh, yeah. The Harry Potter conversation cards were written by Jody Revinson, and the Ninja Hat cards were written by Mary Nin or Hin. And like some of the stuff that they have for questions is what makes you feel anxious or worried? Uh, what are some things that make you feel angry? It's 52 ways to discover your inner ninja. <laughs> so those are the options through Inside Editions. Um, the 
Harry Potter conversation cards. I don't believe are out yet. Yeah, they're definitely listed here, but they're listed. I don't think there's a release date. Publication date five three twenty twenty two. Huh. Yeah, so they're out. Hmm. Are, ah, there they are. They're on Amazon. I've never looked through Inside Edition's website. There's some really cool stuff on here. Yeah. I got some DC stuff as well. Well, I just found a bunch of Labyrinth stuff. Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, Ken, if you wanted to order this deck to have for Vicky for this weekend, if you order within the next five minutes on Amazon, you can have it by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other than that, final thoughts, guys? I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing today. Go check out these um, conversation cards. They're actually really fun. Yes. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And we, you're going to hear them more and more on the show. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when we have stuff to uh, to discuss. It's, it's kind of like, um, was Pringles? You can only, no, Lay's potato chips. You can't do just one. <laughs> oh, we proved that tonight. We did what? Four? Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, I have nothing else myself, so... Gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, my God.